Welcome to another episode of the ASMR University Podcast. I'm Dr. Craig Richard, and this podcast series is an exploration of the origin, the art, and the science of autonomous sensory meridian response. Now, before I get into today's topic, I have two pieces of information I want to share first. The first is that I'm recording this with two microphones, and there will be some ear-to-ear aspects, so it may be best to listen with headphones. The second item is that at the end of this episode, I will be expressing some gratitude to two listeners, Yosef Bridge and Dolphin's Rule for something kind they both did. Now on to today's topic. In today's episode, I'm going to focus on some of the first videos prior to 2009, which have been reported to stimulate ASMR-type sensations in viewers. Why am I focusing on videos prior to 2009? Because that is the year the first ASMR-type channels were created on YouTube. Why have I referred to these as ASMR-type sensations and ASMR-type channels? Because the term ASMR was not coined until 2010. So technically, that term, and therefore the use of that term, did not exist for most of the time frame we will be covering today. But for simplicity, I will still refer to the relaxing and tingling sensations elicited by the videos in today's episode as ASMR for the remainder of this podcast. Okay, let's proceed with our big question for today. What videos were people watching to help them to relax, fall asleep, and or to stimulate ASMR prior to the year 2009, which was the year the first ASMR channels appeared on YouTube. Unfortunately, there is no clear starting date for these videos and really no clear definition of what qualifies as an early ASMR video. This history is not well documented, but I've stitched together a rough history from some of my own experiences, some emails I have received, and some information I've gathered from ASMR blogs, forums, websites, articles, and the ASMR subreddit. I am confident that this history is incomplete. I only offer this information as a starting point and hope others can add to it. Here is what I've pieced together so far. Some of the 
earliest ASMR experiences achieved by watching videos can be attributed to some TV programs. And although the following example may not have been the first tingle-inducing program, it is the most mentioned TV program. It was a TV show which first aired in the 1980s in the United States. As you may have already guessed, it is The Joy of Painting, and the host was Bob Ross, the man sometimes referred to as the godfather of ASMR. I have many memories of coming home from school and having my brain turn to fuzz while he tapped, tapped, tapped on the canvas and told the viewers. If you want to add a happy little tree to your scenery, go ahead. It is your painting, so you can do what you want with it. On November 14th, 2012, the author of a forum post at flatearthsociety.org by the name of Moon Squirter pointed out that the United Kingdom had their own equivalent of Bob Ross. Here in the UK, we had another softly spoken art teacher called Tony Hart. He was more for kids, but the manner was just the same, soft voice and a just-let-it-happen attitude. The world needs more of these people. Tony Hart was the host of several different TV programs, the first one starting in the 1950s, and some of his TV programs continued until the year 2000. Every region of the world with TV probably has one or more of their own Bob Ross-like personalities who have tingled viewers through a video format. On August 23, 2011, Andrew McMurris started a list of people like this on his ASMR blog called The Unnamed Feeling. The title of this list was The ASMR Vessel Directory. Here are some excerpts from the introduction to his directory. This is a directory of sorts that will list all the names of various people who are known to trigger ASMR events. If these individuals have triggered any degree of ASMR for you at some point, then they should appear on this list. I've got a few names to start with, some of my own, and others who are commonly mentioned within the community and on the fringe too. You can leave any other recommendations in the comments below, and I may well add them in at some point in the future. The criteria for consideration are the person must be at least reasonably well-known, particularly within the community, 
and must be able to consistently trigger ASMR. Andrew's list has Bob Ross, Tony Hart, and over 100 other names. Although the list was posted in 2011 and added on to afterwards, most of the individuals on the list were globally or regionally known prior to 2009. Nationalities of the individuals include American, British, South African, Greek, Scottish, Australian, Icelandic, Irish, Hungarian, Swedish, Italian, Chinese, French, Canadian, and Japanese. The majority of the individuals are narrators, hosts, or actors in TV programs and or in movies. These soothing and ASMR-inducing voices reached large-scale audiences thanks to the grand production efforts of various movie studios, the early broadcast TV networks, or the later-to-arrive cable and satellite networks. But the core history of ASMR videos is not dominated by large-scale studios with big budgets. Rather, the core history of ASMR videos is dominated by individuals with minimal recording equipment sitting at home. And something happened in 2005 which allowed these small-scale video productions to easily reach large-scale audiences. Yes, as you may have guessed, in 2005, YouTube launched. But it would take another four years before the first official ASMR artists and channels would appear. So what videos were people watching online between 2005 and 2009 to purposely relax themselves and or to stimulate the sensation we refer to today as ASMR? There were several types of videos and they fall into two major classifications. The first classification includes videos intended to relax. These were hypnosis videos, meditation videos, and guided relaxation videos. I received an email from an individual with the YouTube name of Hasmonean, whom explained the importance of these videos quite well. Here are some excerpts from his email. 
Before the ASMR movement, there were many of us finding our tingles through videos and audio intended for relaxation and meditation. In the same vein and mixed with it were the earlier hypnosis videos. One of the earliest standouts on YouTube on which I remember seeing most of the same names commenting and creating community was the Kara Institute of Advanced Hypnosis Videos. It was around that time that I came across one of the first individuals with a somewhat cultish following that created relaxation and meditation videos, the YouTuber Missy Yori. Her videos would mostly fall into what is called soft-spoken today. I think the oldest video I have of hers is from 2007, but she started a few years before that if I recall correctly. She mainly did relaxation and meditation videos, but she also did a few hypnosis ones. I feel that Nisiyuri was an important transition point from these studios and professional groups making meditation, etc. videos to individuals making videos for the purpose of relaxation. His final point is a good one. We see this stepwise transition from TV programs created by networks to video series created by small businesses and then finally to videos created by individuals at home. His email also mentioned the YouTube artist Nisiyuri. Unfortunately, she removed her channel from YouTube in 2011, so her videos are no longer readily accessible to be viewed today as examples of those early videos. But I have seen another name frequently mentioned of someone who falls into this group of creating relaxing meditation type videos. His videos were reported to stimulate deep relaxation and ASMR sensations in many viewers prior to 2009. His name is Acharya Shri Yogesh and his videos have been on YouTube since 2007. He was a monk for 45 years, and he refers to himself as an enlightened master. He speaks slowly with an Indian accent and has a very gentle voice. The description he has on his YouTube channel is a place for total transformation a source for self-improvement, self-awakening, spiritual teachings, meditation, 
yoga an insight into self-realization and enlightenment. His videos are still available today on YouTube if you want to view them. The second major classification of relaxing videos viewed prior to 2009 are videos which were not intended to relax the viewer. To this day, these are often referred to as unintentional ASMR videos. And as you will see, some of these early unintentional ASMR videos would be the inspiration for the content produced by the ASMR artists in 2009 and onward in the form of role-play videos and other intentional ASMR videos with trigger sounds and trigger visuals. These unintentional ASMR videos available online included clips of Bob Ross, Tony Hart, and many of the other individuals on Andrew McMurris' list of individuals with ASMR-inducing voices. And also as important and as popular were online unboxing videos, gamer videos, hair and makeup tutorial videos, and other instructional videos. On March 29th, 2015, the Reddit member named actually hate Reddit, posted about these early videos on the ASMR subreddit. Here is an excerpt. Back before 2008-ish, if you wanted to feel ASMR, there was no one place to look, since no one was doing it on purpose. We watched Let's Play, we watched unboxing videos, we watched vlogs, makeup tutorials, Bob Ross, technical tutorials, clips from shows, whatever scraps we could find, and we watched stuff over and over too. Here is another quote but it is about a specific instructional video that several individuals found soothing in 2008. The following quote appeared in the forum thread titled Weird Sensation Feels Good at SteadyHealth.com on December 10th, 2008 and was posted by the forum member named Rhino. Here's a specific example of something that causes it for me. It's a video of someone memorizing the orientation of a Rubik's Cube and solving it. The memorization is what causes it. Seeing him concentrate on the cube and moving it around in a specific way 
That just intrigues me. I wonder if anyone else finds that this triggers the feeling or whether certain people react differently to the same things. Another example of instructional video types, which were not intended to relax, were massage instructional videos. On February 15th, 2014, the Reddit user Road posted on the ASMR subreddit in a discussion thread about early ASMR videos. Here is an excerpt. Does anyone remember massage clips with Lita and her massage videos? They took off around that time, a little earlier, I believe. And the YouTube comments kept encouraging her to do a voice relaxation recording. It was before the term ASMR was around, but I want to say it was 2008. A couple of other Reddit users responded that they also remembered these massage videos. Interestingly, on June 22, 2014, the person who created the Massage Clips YouTube channel responded to Sipsy Road. A reply from the Reddit member named Massage Clips 1 stated, Massage Clips started in May 2007. We intended to put up massage videos for instruction purposes, but what happened next was quite amazing. The majority of comments centered around Lita's voice and the subtle sounds that were recorded as a result of her giving the massage. The concept of ASMR had not yet been introduced, but we were accidentally at the forefront of what is now the ASMR community. Massage clips grew rapidly based on the relaxing and tingly effects of this. In addition to clips from TV shows, unboxing videos, gamer videos, hair and makeup tutorial videos, and other instructional videos, there was another very important group of videos on YouTube which were not intended to relax, yet were being watched repeatedly because viewers found them so relaxing. These were videos of people whispering. On March 29th, 2015, the Reddit member named Hypoxazole wrote a post on the ASMR subreddit about some of the whisper videos which were often enjoyed before there were dedicated whisper channels. He provided links to three early whisper videos which were uploaded to YouTube before 2009. The first whisper video was titled Whispering 
through the library. It was uploaded on July 23, 2008 by Letters from Lindsay. The video shows views of a library while a female narrates in a whispered voice. Comments to the video include Thanks for whispering. It helped me fall asleep. I don't know why, but I love it when people whisper. The second whisper video was titled, I Should Be Writing My Paper. It was uploaded on December 21st, 2008 by Mallory1985. The video shows a young woman talking softly and whispering to the camera while her roommate is sleeping. All of the following comments to the video were made in 2009. How come all your favorited videos have whispering? I'm really curious. That's a good question. I hope you don't think of me as weird. But for some reason, I like the sound of whispering. Whispering is awesome. It's not really a fetish or weird obsession. I took audio technology class, and my instructor discussed the positive human reaction to the sound of whispering. That's interesting. But what do you mean by positive human reaction? Whispering actually lowers blood pressure and generally relaxes the listener. I watched a neurology documentary on it. Whispering puts me to sleep. We need more whisper blogs. Yeah, it makes me calm. Never a bad idea to speak softly. It's strangely effective. You should make whispering videos. It's pretty cool that my video is more popular than I had thought it would become. But it's bittersweet since it puts people to sleep. Have you thought of making more whisper videos? The third whisper video was a clip from the Big Brother show and was titled Amber and Jamika Whispering. It was uploaded on August 25th, 2007 by BB-8 House. The video shows two house guests on the Big Brother show whispering and strategizing. All of the following comments to the video were made in 2008 and 2009. Whispering makes me so sleepy. I thought I was the only one 
it makes me sleepy as well. Same here. I play this at night to help me fall asleep. Amber is the best whisperer. So soothing. It also makes me sleepy. I'm really tired right now. This video is so relaxing. I feel sleepy. This video is awesome. I have no idea what this show is, but I had to favorite it just for the whispering. Like you have all said, it is very relaxing. Whispering also helps me fall asleep. Whispering makes my brain tickle. I love Bob Ross, too. Too bad his estate keeps banning his videos on YouTube. It's really relaxing. I'm a weirdo, though. I know. It's on my bedtime playlist. Whenever I watch whisper videos, it always tickles my arms and the back of my neck and my sides. I don't know why, but whispering always relaxed me. I remember when I was young, I would fake sleep on the couch so my mom would whisper to my dad. Then I'd end up actually falling asleep. I used to make my brother read to me, but whisper, so I would fall asleep. I don't find it sexual. It just really relaxes me. And the last comment I'm going to read was also posted to this video in 2009. It was from someone with the YouTube name Whispering Life. The comment was, I love these BB-8 vids. They are the best whispers ever. So who is Whispering Life? She is a young woman who on March 26, 2009, started a YouTube channel and began posting videos of herself whispering. She is viewed by many today as the first person to create an ASMR-type channel on YouTube. And her YouTube channel will be the focus of a future podcast episode. Stay tuned. This wraps up another episode of the ASMR University Podcast. And now I have some good news that I'd like to share. This podcast has received its first two reviews on iTunes. A big thank you to Yosef Bridge and Dolphin's Rule 
for your kind words and for taking the time to write those reviews. I truly appreciate it. This may seem strange, but I actually have no idea how many people are subscribed to this podcast. I host it through WordPress, and they don't provide any stats about the podcast. So like Yosef Bridge and Dolphin's Rule, if you're listening and want me to know you're out there, then feel free to say hello and share your thoughts by writing a review on the podcast on iTunes. I know doing that takes time, so I will sincerely and personally thank you in a future episode. Also, if you have any feedback about today's topic or thoughts on any ASMR-related topic, then please do send me an email at asmruniversity at gmail.com. Your ASMR experiences, curiosities, and questions will make this podcast even better. So I look forward to sharing your email feedback with the other listeners. And finally, if you are interested in learning more about ASMR, feel free to check out my ASMR blog and resource center at www.asmruniversity.com. Until next time, I'm Dr. Craig Richard, and this has been an episode of the ASMR University Podcast.